The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. I'm ready. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes this town tonight. Hey, welcome to the Corman Lester Sports Talk. Is it a live show again in Phoenix, Arizona? Let me take me. Let me check that. We're in Tempe. We're in Phoenix, Arizona. We were used to be in Tempe. But we are a global show. 888-346-9144 is the number. If you want to call in and join the show, you know the show moves fast. It is uh, July 3rd, man. We got the 4th. Got uh, holidays. Just be careful with the holiday traffic. If you're out and about, enjoy yourself if you're out on vacation or if you want to call us a vacation. I guess they are days off. So that's tomorrow, July 4th. Alex Clancy is in the studio, 888-346-9144. is the, the number to the studio if you want to call in. I apologize for being shaken up, but Alex, <laughs> what uh, what you got going on this weekend? Nothing? Not much. Just working a lot. Going out of town in a couple weeks, so trying to uh, save as many pennies as possible. You driving or flying? Driving. Driving, doing four days in San Diego, three days in L.A. Four days. I've been taking seven days off in a row in seven years. Days in a row. Seven days off in a row is 14 days. Yeah, I mean, it's it's <laughs> it's, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. You going down with uh, Hank from Tucson? Yeah, no. No? No, maybe I'll get a cocktail with the Brigantine with him, but yeah. besides that. What is what I'm talking about? That, that. Yeah. That or uh, Red Tractor. Yeah. Can't he, lose. He's got house accounts at three places. Yeah. No, it's a good time. Every time you go out there, keep trying to get me to come out there. But I got so many travel days. I got to be in Vegas in about, what's today? About two, two days. Two days. Yeah, about two days. Then I got to come back and go to Indy a day early. Then three days. What's on Indy? On. Another camp? Yeah, I got to do this uh, camp thing. But I got to be out there a day early. Because Friday won't get me there in time. All right, well, you guys be careful on the 4th of July. Uh, today is the 3rd. Alice Clancy at Clancy Corner is where you can reach him. We got a fast-paced show. You listen to the show, not to bore you so much, but the last time we talked, we was waiting and waiting, and I thought it was a day earlier for the U.S. The World's Cup that they end up losing, um, but we did develop a superstar in Tim Howard. I don't know we developed a superstar. He just had a lot of great saves. He was good anyway. That's why he was the United States goalie for the World Cup. Uh, but they lost 2-1, and they had their chances. I looked at that. I watched the whole entirety. They had their chances. I, I thought Dempsey had a lot of shots that he didn't shoot with passion. I thought he would just hope this go in. Um, even in the final minutes, they could have went up 1-0 uh, to, to finish it out in the uh, final minutes of that of that soccer match. But what was your takeaway, Alex, from the, from uh, the match? You know, the, I mean, not not to be a Debbie Downer here, but they were outplayed in pretty much every match they played. 
Uh, take away Portugal. Portugal was a pretty even match. Uh, however, the Ghana match, Clint Dempsey scored in the first 35 seconds, so that put him up one nothing. That was kind of a freakish goal. And Ghana had uh, upwards of 10 shots on goal in the second half that Tim Howard stopped. Without him, I mean, they could have lost each match 4 nothing. Germany was outplayed. They, out, they were outplayed by Germany. Uh, in that one, I give them a little bit of a reprieve because, you know, they were playing not to lose by more than a goal. And that's fine. You know, they were playing. They were hedging their bet. I don't like that, though. I, I understand, but... When you, ha- when you have an opportunity to get out of uh, the pool of death or whatever. Every death is the pool of death in the World Cup, so I, I don't really like that phrase. But when you have the opportunity to do so, you, you take any opportunity that you know, comes up to you. So, so losing by one is fine. They, they, go to Bel- they play Belgium, and Belgium just punished them. The whole match, they shouldn't have been tied going into extra time. They... they Belgium could have scored five or six times before that, and legitimately. And then, you know, you have a little flash in the pan towards the end, but uh, they missed Josie Altidore. I mean, that's obvious, but yeah. I still don't think that they I don't think it was could a have beat Belgium e- either way. With him. With yeah. or without him. Yeah. But I thought they all played Ghana when they um, – I thought they all played those guys. One thing I don't like, but you have to take advantage of, is the system. If it's a point system, then you got to – you can't lose anymore because they had a, they had the chance the uh, the luxury to lose not lose more than than one point, which got them in. In Germany, they lost to Germany one 0 It got them into the, the 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 real 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 matches that you had to fight for. Um, and I don't like the point system, but you got to use play to the strength. If that's what it is, play to what the system is. Find a way to get in, and then anything can happen. And that's what happens with when they play. Um, well, they had Portugal and they had, you know, Ghana. Then they have Germany. It was, um, well, Belgium, who they lose to in extra minutes. Uh, I thought they had their chances in that game. And I sit, I'm sitting there watching. And even in early in that game, they had some legitimate shots. But yeah. I thought they, at the end, one thing I did notice, and we talked about it on the air, was these guys are tired. They were tired, but, you know, Tim Howard, he was still he was still very much serviceable, but he's not running up and down the court. But he had a lot of shots taken at him that he defended. I think he had 16, the most 16 in, blocks. 16 blocks, the most in World Cup uh, history. Um, so a credit to him even giving the USA a chance to stay in that game. And then you bring in the, what was it, Green, the rookie, um, 19 years old, mm-hmm. comes in, scores within two or three minutes, which was awesome to see. And then they still had a chance and they couldn't even tie it up. Yeah, it's uh, it, it just shows how hard it is to score, yeah. especially in the World Cup. It's and it also it, number one, it shows that the U.S. isn't good enough. You know, they're just not. And I don't know if this will ever be a chance. This there will never be a miracle on ice moment in soccer as of now. It doesn't seem that way to me. It doesn't seem like they they don't play enough in the U.S. There aren't enough kids that start out young to play soccer in the U.S for the U.S. to ever be relevant in the World Cup, like really relevant. Now, when you say U.S., um, I understand I, I that, there's a lot of yeah, international no, guys on the team. Yeah, but and, and I hear that, but if you drive anywhere in Arizona, it's all soccer fields. It's not football fields. Yeah, but that's traditionally soccer. AYSO is what it was in California when I was growing up. That's the first sport that all kids play. They play t-ball and they play soccer. That's what it is. But I I think most kids don't. 
I mean, unless, I mean, unless you write was soccer was first. Yeah, but play was if soccer. you if you watch a five year old soccer match, because kids usually play from what five to eight, five to ten. Yeah. If they want to play in high school after, all it is is there's a ball and there's a bunch of kids around it. That that's not really soccer. You're that's, not learning. It's not pop Warner football. It's, it's dodgeball. You get to kick at each other. <laughs> no, no, but it, it is. But I'm saying when you say USA, and I understand that. But I and and one of the things you said that I wanted to mention was, you say there's not a lot of there's not a a lot of Americans on that on that team. At what point do the soccer United States soccer team becomes very very relevant? And then they show, and I knew they was gonna do this. They show pictures of Landon Donovan and the coach and the United States team losing in extra minutes. And and Donovan was just as passionate as, as he would have been if he was there. So I don't don't stir up the controversy with that. I think the coach made the right decision. Had the right guys there. Um, they they had a chance. They had plenty of chance. If you look at the match, and when they watch the film of that match, and they're going to sit there and watch the whole game. When you watch the film of that, you're like, well, we had our chances. We yep. had our chances. But there, and, and when I drive around in Arizona, I see golf courses, a lot of uh, phony people jogging, trying to be in shape, and soccer fields. Did, did you uh, put your kids into soccer? No. You didn't? No. Um, no, that's... The only reason I would put them into soccer is for conditioning because they run all the time. But yeah. you have to be a forward or you can't – you're a defender. You're not running all the time. Yeah, everybody either. takes turn playing goalie because nobody wants to play goalie. Right. <laughs> but, but to, you know, soccer to me is conditioning. I'm trying to bring back dodgeball. So the biggest thing that I took away from this whole thing is that soccer, we're not going to care – for, until, for another four years. That's not true. In two years, we'll care about the Women's World Cup, and then it'll be vamped up a little bit. But – it's 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 slowly on the incline, but so minuscule that it won't matter. And people are talking about it being more more popular than baseball down the road. I just don't see that happening. Soccer, I don't no. see soccer being pop more popular than it is now. I mean, it goes in waves. This is at the peak. This, this I mean, this is at, this is at the top. But I mean, it's going to go back down like it always does. You can market World Cup soccer. You can yeah, totally. you can market FIFA. If, if you if you can find a way to have a a, a committee. To, to market soccer all the way up until, like, is okay, when this World Cup is over, when it's done, if you got a committee who can market from that point all the way up until the women, two years, then two years after that, all the way back up to the World Cup, soccer will be popular. I don't know if it will be as popular as the baseball or the football, but in certain countries, soccer is more popular than football that we, that we love so much here. But if you can market that, you can get the world to do it. And, then, and I said something about this on the air uh, last time we were here. Is I wonder if we're going to watch soccer a little more closer. United States, Americans, um, will we watch it a little bit more closer? Um, and, and I said, I said, you know what, I need to watch soccer more closely. I, I said it's that. It's boring. It is boring. Baseball is boring. Unless you're playing it, golf is boring. Unless you're playing it. You found that out the other day. Ooh, it's boring. Hurting. It's boring unless you plan it. But... I don't think golf's boring. The strategic part of uh, yes, you do. The no, I don't. The strategic. The I could watch golf part, all day, every day. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I know. I believe you. Yeah. Um, the strategic part of it is it's boring unless you're in it because now you, the competition and then trying to mastermind certain angles and leverages uh, that makes it interesting. And, and everybody say you, you play golf. That's a boring sport, but they don't play, so they don't. So they can say that. But why they would say that? Because they they Neanderthals, they bozos. Yeah, I mean, you got to think that when you. When you add weight to any sort of mat, to any sort of sport at all, I mean, look at the Olympics. People watch curling, 
You know, you have, you have, you have watch curling. I know, so do I. I mean, more because I like to laugh at it, but it's, it, I mean, with, <laughs> but you have, I mean, people that don't watch hockey will watch hockey in the world, in the uh, Olympics. People that don't watch any sport will watch it when there's weight uh, placed upon it. And that's what we're looking at in the World Cup that it's such, it's such a high level, uh, such a high magnitude of not only geocentric pride, but just the way it, it supersedes. Pretty much everything except for the Olympics and the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's again that's being geocentric of us to think that the Super Bowl is important around the world when in fact it is not. But when you have when you have something of this magnitude, it's fun to watch because at any second dreams could be dashed or dreams could be realized. Right, because you work so hard for it for this four year this four years of glory. You got poor Josie, man. Well, you know what? First twenty minutes, he's these guys are so so highly trained, so highly conditioned. They're the top tier athletes. Yeah, you and know what? you just you just pull a hammy in the first twenty five minutes, and then you're out. Shit happened. I, I understand. Yeah, wishing Winton, especially to the team we rooting for. Anything that can happen to the USA team, I'm gonna be distraught about it. I'm like, God, this guy worked so hard. Well, and not that because when I watch, you know what I watch also is gymnastics because it is incredible that they can do all that stuff with their body. I mean, then they work so hard. I I like watching gymnastics, but I hate watching at the same time. Let me make some sense out of that. They work so hard up until that four years to the Olympics. And then oh, they, that's another that's a perfect another perfect example. And then they fall or they stumble. And and that drives and that like so I, and I don't like to see them fall because the fall seem more dramatic than it is. And I know they're falling on some cushion cushioning mats and stuff like that, but still the danger of it and then working so hard for it. Some people stress and tense for that moment. Some people em- embellish it and, and go out there and become, as you say, superstars. Yeah, I mean, some players. of the most gruesome injuries happen in yeah. gymnastics. Well, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back, and we want to talk a little bit about Kobe trying to get back from Germany to woo Carmelo, who's going to end up back in New York. Um, Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh somehow don't know LeBron James' plan, so we want to see. We're going to talk about that. Kwamala Sports Talk, Alex Clancy. We'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. The job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Thank you. 
Facebook on Let's Sports Talk, 888-346-9144. And everyone call in. I was Francis in the studio. We were talking some U.S. soccer. Um, we just had to bring it up. Uh, did I hear that Tim Howard has Tourette's? Yeah. I didn't see any of that. I didn't see any. Uh, they, they, they did a good job of not showing any of that. On I mean, Twitter. Chris Johnson is the same, right? Yeah, basketball Chris Johnson? No. No, Chris Johnson. Football Chris Johnson. Is he? Does he? Yeah, I think so. There was a guy, Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf, that had it in. Yeah, uh, for, for the basketball. Yeah. But his real name was, well, his other name was, was, um, was Chris something. Oh that's, what I thought, that's what I thought. That's so long ago. Let me. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he has Tourette's. Uh, I didn't see any of that in his interviews. He, is there a medicine for it? You calm you down? Because I know uh, people like Junior Spivey got to take uh Adderall and all that stuff. Yeah, it's a little different. But Spivey's brain works too fast. He, 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 you know, he be going at it. Too much sugar in his coffee, man. Uh, yeah, I don't, yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. He put the whole bag <laughs> in That's the first coffee. thing I remember. Man. Oh. But I hope a lot of things come his way. It's kind of like Hope Solo when she was just, uh, they thought she was just a pretty face and can play goalie. Uh, but she draw she drew a lot of attention to herself. Yeah. Uh, good and bad. Yeah, good and bad. But you know what? I hope in Tim's case, a lot of marketing comes his way, and he what, what would he be? How old is he? He'll be thirty nine. See, I don't know if he's gonna be the no. In the uh, next uh, World Cup, he'll be thirty. Yeah. So he's thirty five. Yeah, see, he'd be thirty nine. He'd be thirty nine. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you're if you're a beast physically, I'm sure you could play goalie at thirty nine. I mean, I know that's easy for me to say. Yeah, because of reaction and all that stuff, fast twitch muscles. It depends on how he works out. Now, if he works out. It looks it like could, he does. I mean, it could it looks be like he's because I I don't like putting age on athletes because if you can go out there and get it done, you can get it done. But then you got to find a way, a different way to get it done at a high level. Tim Duncan, Tim Duncan, <coughs> Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan. They all a lot of the and I'm just naming those three, but it's hundreds more other than those guys. You just find a way to get it done at a high level. Uh-huh. Even if he was an average player, and you were still to ma- able to maintain uh, playing at that. High average level, and you was you and you probably play for six or seven different teams, but you found a way to be serviceable at that level. That teams may need you. You come off the bench, maybe the third guy off the bench. Yeah, I mean, if you're in Klinsman, uh, is still the coach, might be too old for him. So we'll see. Yeah, because because he didn't have Landon in there for, or maybe it just was the position. Maybe it was the position. So here's the thing. What's the thing? What's the thing <laughs> to what? Um, I mean, I'm still gonna. Not like Carmelo if he joins the Lakers. Yeah, whatever. Don't don't backtrack because you look. You no, t- you, you, no, you, no. You're taking too many pauses in what you're about to no, say. No, I'm still. I'm, no, I'm still not gonna like him as a player. Yeah, well, he's I, I won't. I won't. I won't. But if Powell comes back because Melo comes back, I'll be happy that they sign him because then the core of the Lakers, which whatever's left of the two of them of Powell and Kobe, will still be intact. Then I'll welcome him in. I mean, but it's it's. It, it, I don't know if Kobe would be able to deal with how Carmelo plays. I mean, do you think that that Kobe would be able to like? So, say Carmelo comes in, Kobe. Well, Kobe's flying to be a part of the meeting with Carmelo today. Yeah, but I don't know why, because Carmelo, I think his best. Um, he might pull the Pat Riley and just throw the rings on the ground, and <laughs> or throw the rings on the table. Be like, hey, I've done this many times before. Those rings don't impress me. That's what I would say. Give me my thirty. Extra yeah, no, million Dad, you sound exactly like Carmelo. Mm-hmm. You sound exactly like him. That's what I'm talking That's for. That's ridiculous. That's what I'm talking for. Yeah. But how do you leave thirty million dollars on the well, table? Well, it's not technically thirty million because it's technically thirty. Well, million. it's four years, ninety six, 
or five years, 129. So it's not like you're playing five years how and making 96. How much is that? No, how much is that? Well, it's 30. It, it, well, it's 30, <laughs> but no, no, but you don't play the extra year for it. It's not, no, it's, it's not it's five combined. year, one, I know. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not giving you. But you're not leaving joy. it on the table. You're leaving it on the table. Okay, but he'll get that. After this four years, he'll get money somewhere else. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's not you can't you can't take away the money he didn't get in those four years. So let's say it's not thirty million and it's and it's twenty four or twenty five million. You're still leaving it on the table. You can never get that back. I don't care what you do marketing wise, what you do outside of basketball, and you got a great contract. Let's say he goes to L.A. to the Lakers. You got a great contract. You can never get that money back. Where, where would you get it? How can you get it? Well, I mean, so you look at this. So especially with how they're playing, paying old players now and paying people in general, say he plays these four years out, okay, he'll be what? I mean, he'll be 35 around there, 34, That's why 35. He, that's so, why I can't understand why he well, would leave that money on the But then somebody will pay him $20 million Extra. a year for two years or, or, or for three years. You know, they'll give him three-year 55 mil in Charlotte or somewhere, you know, at the end of that career. So he can go somewhere else and and play the rest of his career. People always do that to put so. people in the stands. I, I hear what you're saying, but I don't think so because it, basketball is, is – even every year it becomes more business than anything. And, like, who would be that team? I don't even know if Milwaukee would do that <laughs> after he's played four or five years somewhere and he's 30. So you think he's going to go back to New York? I mean, we can talk all it, speculation yeah, all we want. This, but. this is all it is. We don't know. I don't talk to – I haven't called anybody or talked to anybody. I'm just – I read some stuff, then I hear some stuff mm-hmm. on TV. So uh, this is all speculation to me. Do you think it's the best fit for him to go back to New York? Yes. You do? Yes. So over Chicago, you think that – I like them. Uh, Chicago did a um, – <clears throat> they had him in at number seven in that white uniform. I see. He looked like he belonged there. Chicago did a good job, but and the amnesty calls Boozer, and so that they, saves them fifteen mil. Right. So they they have the money to give to him, and I see that as a perfect fit, as to getting closer and closer to that mm-hmm. championship. But as far as money, see, I've I've always said this, and I, I had to learn this. You play for championships first. You do that first. Right. And when you do that, you become the San Antonio Spurs. And at the end of the day. Everybody wins. Everybody gets that money. So you you got people like Patty Mills, who's played at a who's played at a high level during the playoffs. They were talking about where he's going to make his money next. Now Patty Mills has a shoulder injury, a toward rotator cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's going to take about. He's a basketball player, so that's going to take about six to seven months, uh, depending on his rehab. But you play for the champions first. Now I don't know what Carmelo's going to do, but it, it would be hard pressed for me. To say, okay, I'm, what is he, 31, 32? 31, I think 30, 31, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, so th- he needs the max deal right now. And if you're going to get the max deal somewhere, then go and get it. And if you get lucky and it happens to be two of Chicago Bulls who they're going to have a Dirk Rose back and y'all can be, be Batman and y'all can be a duo. 30. Yeah, he's 30, so. Just what turned. What's the, what's the max deal? Six-year deal? Five-year Five deal? deal. Five-year Five year 129. He'd be 35. And like you said, somebody might get him that Jordan contract, that, that two years. And thanks for being the league contract. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, to a team to say, you know how the Arizona Cardinals got Emmitt Smith here. I have no reason why they did that when they had Damian Anderson. They had Josh Scobie here. Why would you do something like that? Because they want to be the jersey that, that right. broke they broke They want to bring some guys in. Yeah, but they want to bring some guys in who had a name. So basketball teams may do that. Milwaukee Bucks may do that, and I don't know Jason Kidd what he's going to do to the program. He probably won't even be. A, I don't even know if he'll be around in yeah, five no, years. Yeah, no, I mean with the Bucks, but Carmelo Anthony, 
championship-wise, it makes sense to take less money because you play for that and how much how much can you spend in your lifetime. But it is, and I, and I say that, you do have to leave legacy. You do have to leave money for people behind you. You have to do that when you make that much money. Um, but how do you turn away $30 million so, that I mean, the Knicks could give him? Yeah, and I mean, he goes to the big stage in New York, number one media market in the world, okay, in the U.S., mm-hmm. number one media market. Why would he go to L.A. in the same situation? I mean, he has, Lala loves New York. He's got a kid in New York. He was he grew up in New York, right? Yeah, he's from New York. Yeah, he Syracuse. went to Syracuse. So there, all signs point to him saying at least he's not crossing the Mississippi River. I mean, this is he's been an East Coast guy his whole life. So why? I mean, he started in Denver because he got drafted there. He wanted Audi. He complained. He didn't. He sat. He refused to play. So they traded him for the whole team. Can you bring other people in there, a la Kevin Love? To play with him. Because you have Phil Jackson, what, who's already year? made great moves. This year or next year? Uh, d- either one. I mean, it, Kevin Love's going somewhere, yeah, so it's going to be the sweepstakes. It's going to be a big market team with a star on it already. That's going to be next year, though. I mean, right. Unless you can you can sign and trade him. Well, and that's what Minnesota's going to have to do. They're not going to let him walk. There's no well, way. Because well, that'll to, put him into purgatory. Uh, what, what is the coach name? He just came down from the Flip GM. Saunders. Flip Saunders trying to make him look like a bad guy now. Yeah, well, it's just fine. Everybody knows Everybody knows who he is. But the players are saying, some of the players are saying the same thing. That's fine. He, why does it matter? It, does, who it cares? does who matter. It doesn't matter. It does. Well, tell me why it doesn't matter. Well, because if, 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 if you're a top seven guy in the league, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you talk Especially crazy. No, no, I'm look, not. Let like, me tell you why it matters. If, if, I'd be if, pissed if, too. If what? I, I would be, if you he's averaging Kevin, 25 and 14. So he's doing it by himself. Oh, 100% he's doing it by himself. I, I've never seen anybody. I've never seen Jordan do it by himself. Oh, no. I'm saying he's trying to do it by himself now, and they're not making the playoffs. Well, it, it's the same thing with Carmelo Anthony. He feels like they're not putting people around him. If, if, if Kevin Love feels like they're not putting people around him and Rubio hasn't stepped up to who, who he's supposed to be, yeah, you can be frustrated. But no superstar worth their weight should be pointing fingers. I've seen Kevin Love say they didn't do this, they didn't do that. And I'm like, wow. Why, how, <laughs> Dwight how, Howard. Yeah, how could you do that? Yeah, <laughs> Dwight Howard, another guy. It's the same thing in Orlando. Well, he made it. For, yeah. He made the playoffs so every year. Here's but. why I'm. Con- here's why I would be concerned about that. You're not gonna come t- and you better be the superstar to the team you go to next because if this one already there, you're not gonna point the finger and anywhere. That's, and, and that's where I think you may be mistaken. Uh, and, that's where you're wrong. And, and no, I'm no, never no, mistaken. No, no, no. And 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 this is this is what I mean by that because I thought that for I mean because I looked at it. If Kevin Love was the second option. And you have a star there already. He could be a rebounder. He'll still get his numbers. He'll still get his numbers, but he won't have to carry the weight on his shoulders offensively. He doesn't play defense, so we don't have to worry about that. The way if you plays, have a perimeter guy, right? So he's going to be he's going to be a Dirk Nowitzki, and he's not that. Uh, he he may end up in Dallas. No, he may end up. He's got to win a ring for it. He's, he might end up being better than Dirk. He, they're different. You are out of your no, mind. No, they're di- you why? Out of your mind. Why? He's not gonna be better. Than he's been in the league four years. We have no idea. Right. He's been in the league four years, and he's the same guy. He's always he's they been play good. Compl- they they play different basketball. Though. Okay, it's okay. Then how could you say what you just said? He may be better. So if he is better, let's say he is better, and then at the end of their career, you say, oh, he's better than Dirk Nowitzki. But they play different basketball. They play. You low- can't compare somebody if they play doing different things for their team. They both play power forward, and they both stretch the floor. 
That's what and, I'm looking at. And, both and they both they shoot. both have a well, yeah. But uh, Dirk obviously has a better uh, low post game because he's taller, he's longer, and, and he and he's a better like you know fadeaway shooter and all that stuff. He shoots his eyes closed. I think closed. Kevin Love is a better three point shooter than Dirk is, just consistency wise. Um, consistency wise, he does the pick and pop. I mean, it's the same kind of thing. Shoots great from the field. Shoots great from the line, just like Dirk. Um, if Kevin Love is the number two somewhere. I, I think it would be more beneficial for him. But I don't think he'd be the number two. I'm, I'm, I'm saying this. If he's going to be the guy that he, that he is and pointing a finger, he's going to have to be a number one. He, I don't think he's going to be a number two anywhere. I think he's going to be one A and one B. I think he's going to be that guy. That, that's why you, there's so much talk about Kevin Love. There's so much talk about Kevin Love last year, and he still had two years on his contract. Now he has one more year. The talk is that he's going to come in. He's that guy. He's that missing piece. So he's not going to be a second guy to anybody. He's going to be either 1A or 1B. It's going, and then he's a missing piece of the puzzle. Yeah, I mean, and I don't think he's the kind of guy that says, this is my team, this is my team, this is my team. But He uh, just plays. He points the finger also. Well, you but have, listen, interviews. if you're in the cold, in negative 30 degrees in Minnesota, growing up in L.A., you got, you your see. team sucks. So and, point and, the and finger. So point the finger. Bring people in. What was the difference between him and LeBron thing, that, doing that? That's the same thing LeBron was doing. LeBron, LeBron, looked, like, LeBron looked like the same exact thing uh, you that Kevin Love did. Your mind. LeBron took his team to a championship. Kevin Love didn't. So I that's the that. difference. That team LeBron was better, get, and LeBron, LeBron is better than Kevin who, Love is. Right. And he took that team to a championship, and he kept telling a management organization, bring somebody in here. Do you know what you have? We went to the championship with one guy. Possibly, I'm, I'm saying one guy who was possibly going to be the best guy in the world, and LeBron James. We went to the championship. I gave you two extra years. So when I walk off the court with my shirt off, they make a big story off. Peyton Manning, I mean, uh, Peyton Manning did the same thing to Indy. They might have made a fuss about it. So don't compare uh, Kevin Love to a LeBron James if he haven't taken his team to the championship. So Le- that's the difference. LeBron had a better team than Kevin Love Man, did. Man, you got so many you, excuses. You, you got more excuses than somebody going to jail. Just got arrested. 888-346-9144. You, you, you make this, you dumb down LeBron's team in Cleveland. I know I don't. It, I say he, I you said say, he did it by himself. So obviously uh, you said he had a crappy team. Oh, the same way you said he's doing it by himself in, in Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. well, he is. He, gotta, he is. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to take a quick break. I'm going to give him time to cool down. Drink your uh, double shot energy drink. That's might be what it is, that energy drink. Stop it. <laughs> we'll be right back. Alex Clancy. Alex Clancy, we'll be right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. The job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine, from the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week. Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Back to the Formula Sports Talk. Alex Clancy in the studio. We're talking basketball. Started off with Kobe trying to get back just in time to to host Carmelo Anthony and where Carmelo Anthony go. Alex said he's not. He will be a. Did you say you will be a fan or you will still not be a fan? I, but I, it, no, I'm but still not going to like him. But it's. But it makes sense, and because because Powell will come you, back. You can't bring that negative that. vibe to your team that you like, uh, even though he's there. I'm a realist though. But you t- you taking a negative vibe into that? You don't think that stuff that energy? You don't think that energy works like that? Would you rather me flip flop and be like, oh no, I love Carmelo? You, 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 you do it all the time. You do it all the time. So, so do be who you Get are. Out of here with that. Look, I think Carmelo go there. You cannot say I don't want. I don't like Carmelo. He, you don't even know the chemistry yet and how they play. You remember when? Um, who was the team? Um, I think it was before. Oh no, it was the Heat when we said, oh that's you got Dwayne. This is four or five years ago. Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh. You have um, LeBron James and, and a bunch of serviceable role players. I think they lost like eight games in a row, something like that. Yeah, they started yeah. seven and eight. Yeah, eight games. And we say, well, give them time, the chemistry. You know, I don't think you're giving Carmelo time. You already don't like him because he, what you say he can't do. You don't give that time, that chemistry time to work if he does go to L.A. Because you have, if you have Palcasol, which I would try to keep as before anybody, Kobe has a two-year deal. Then you got Carmelo Anthony. That works. That three, them three guys work. You had an emerging star. Who's the point guard? Who's the shooting guard? Jody Meeks. Jody Meeks. Oh, Nick Young. Works. Yeah. That works. Yeah, but it's three guys that jack shots, all of them. No. no. Including Kobe. Okay, well then, they better take a page off the San Antonio book. See, San Antonio Spurs don't care who the star is that night. That, not everybody's San Antonio, man. I know, but they don't care who the Okay, but when you consistently, for 17 years, you, you, win, you win five championships. I, I could take that. I could. I can take a page out of a, a successful book. But if you look at Carmelo and Kobe, they both want to be the alpha dog, not one A and one B. That's how it's always been. Yeah, I mean, but, but that's Carmelo, right, isn't it? Kobe's not. Yeah, Kobe's not going to be. Uh, Kobe's not going to be a post. Kobe's know he has two years. And if I sign Carmelo, if they sign Carmelo to a five year deal, Kobe knows he has two years left. So I'm gonna make the best of those two years. So if Carmelo's hot, this they gotta have. You, you, obviously, they're talking. That's why he's flying back. Carmelo doesn't guy, ever want to come in where he's not the number one. He's going to, well, wherever he goes, he's going. That's what is going to happen unless he goes back to New York. Tell me right. where. Correct. Right. Right. So if so if he goes back to New York, he's, he's making a, a, he's making a clear B. decision. He can say he wanted the extra year. He can say he wanted whatever. But when it comes down to it, <laughs> he wants to be number one, and that's the only place that he can be the bona fide, no questions there have asked been number one. Where he's been, where we looked at him as number one, but there was other guys on that team contributing. Defensively, could be number one. Uh, we looked at Carmelo as the number one, and then we saw we, we see other guys. We see the the shooting guard or the point guard making those plays. You can be number one in the media and the public eyes because that's how people judge you. Because that's the, that's that's all we know. But what you doing in that locker room to be number one? What you doing on that court because you put up thirty two points don't make you number one. It, it, somebody has to give you that ball. You're not bringing that ball up the court. You're not bringing it up the court and, sh- and jacking it like, who does that? I don't know. Le- uh, Kobe? Le- Kobe? Carmelo? Yeah, but Kobe Kobe has five rings. I'm not talking. See, you, you're comparing them in, in sight by w- what we and who we think they are. 
I'm talking about these guys who put that work in and got those rings. When Shaq left, people thought he was going to never get another ring. Kobe found Paul Gasol and got another ring. Thank you, Jerry West. Yeah. Phil Jackson is not an idiot. He goes to New York. He hears from Carmelo something. How many okay? rings does Phil Jackson have? 11. No guy who has 11 rings is an idiot. Right. So he traded Tyson Chandler, number one, to appease, to appease Carmelo, and number two, because you need a guy that can score around the basket in the triangle offense. I've said this before, and, and I'll continue to say it. And with the Bulls, they had Luke Longley and B- even Bill Weddington, Weddington for a while who could hit a 15-footer from the corner. That's all you need to do. And, Luke and, Longley. And, and, uh, what's his, and, uh, and Bill Cartwright had a great jump shot where he put the ball so far up his head nobody could block it. Tyson Chandler can't do that. He can't. Tyson Chandler, I don't need you to do that. Right, but in a triangle offense, you do. You need everybody to be able to score at your position. And he can't score at his position. He's a rebounding guy. He's a dunking guy. He's an alley-oop guy. He tried to get Steve Kerr, somebody he thought that knew. Well, Steve Kerr does know the triangle. Steve Kerr, for whatever reason, goes to Golden State. Um, Derek Fisher knows the triangle better. He was with Phil Jackson longer. and Derek Fisher. But that's that's why he got those guys in place. And you say he's not an idiot. Well, everybody... Who's going to be affiliated with the team has something connection to do with that triangle offense and Phil Jackson. Yeah, no. So we'll see. Except for Carmelo. So I mean, and, 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 and the team and the teammates. He, he's going to be the shooter. So in that triangle offense, he's going to be the shooter. That made Kobe who he was. The triangle offense. It started to give him a structure that allowed him to learn how to exploit defenses through an offense and just crush it. And if Carmelo buys in, stays in New York, buys into the triangle offense, he could be MVP. And I said that before. You remember uh, Derek uh, Cal Lowry? Yep. Drafted in uh, uh, 2006 mm. and seven. 2006? Around there. Memphis. Villanova. Yeah, Memphis. Yeah, Villanova. Villanova. But went to Memphis. Signs a four-year, $48 million. That's too right much. How, how, how well, is that too the much? First thing, the first thing that I thought was he's a combo guard, number one. Okay. He is. So he can do two things. Yeah, but okay, go ahead. he's a combo shooting guard, but he plays point guard always. Um, they got. I, I think that they still have Grievous Vasquez, which is which is good for them because he's a he's a true point guard. It's difficult, again, ad nauseum to win championships with a combo point guard. You, it is. I don't agree. But you say no. Um, Tony Parker's not a combo point guard. Tony Parker. Tom. Tony, Tony Parker gets all of his his points in the paint through penetration. Uh-huh. He hits fifteen footers. He's not a three point shooter. He's probably one of the worst in the league. Yeah, well, and he turns the ball over a lot. Tony Parker. But he's, but he's a true point guard. He's been a true point guard his whole career. I could put him at two and still be successful because of what you just said. No. He gets into the paint. A point guard. A shooting guard is somebody that shoots outside yeah, the paint. Yeah, but he can get into the paint. I, I, don't need about, I don't need somebody standing outside the perimeter all the time unless, you, unless your name is um, um, Allen, Ray Allen. I don't need you standing out the perimeter. You think $48 million is too much for this guy? I think that if they want a future... Um, I would have given him three for 30, you know, because every dollar, especially with all the Sabre metrics and analytics that you, are going on nowadays. Yeah, I, I hear you, but you know, you wouldn't have got him for three for 30. Well, because he he would've, would've, uh, Miami wouldn't have given it to him. No, Miami, Miami definitely not going to give well, it to well, him. Cause, well, they wanted him so badly. Yeah, but they definitely not going to give it to him because what they're trying to do. Right. LeBron James is going to get the max deal. He's done taking cuts. If you can call that last deal a cut, he's done taking cuts, but he's going to get the max deal. Because I think in that contract, LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh have, they had, was it a five-year with two-year options out? Four with one. This is the player, this is the, op- this is the option here. He could have opted out last year, LeBron James. 
So in in the um, in the two year deal, in the deal that Le, that the Miami Heat want to get the a Cal Lowry, you're not gonna give him max money. You, you're not gonna get that forty eight million. Again, it goes back to what I was saying about you want to play for championship. I think what he did in the playoffs uh, against the Nets warrants that. So they can build around that. And not to say you build around him, but you put more pieces on that team for it to be successful. And if you're a combo guard, I have no problem with that. That I can interchange my offense because he's going to play defense. The second thing that I thought when, when he did that was yes, because this means that players are staying with their teams. We're not making these huge conglomerates of superstars. Like Kyle Lowry easily could have taken 10 less million dollars, one less year, and gone and played in Miami. Easily. Could have won a championship. But with the excitement that happened in Toronto last year, with all of the uprising, what is it, the Northern Uprising, whatever the hashtag was on Twitter, it's We Are the North is what it was. Um, It's exciting that people are taking pride in their product in different cities than where the superstars are. He's probably 31 or 32. Yeah, because he was he was at Villanova with somebody else when they were a number one seed. I remember that. Yeah, but he went to Memphis. He got drafted to Randy uh, Memphis. He got drafted to Memphis. Kyle Lowry got drafted to Memphis. I, th- I think the forty eight million dollars is, is time. It's money well spent. Well, well, if you're staying in Toronto, right? Then, then that's it, there's excitement there. So if they get all the guys to resign there, Demar Rosen is a rising star. The, the, they have some pieces there, especially in the East. The playoffs does brings excitement. Uh, to a place that's not a basketball town. I, I guess Toronto, I don't know if you've ever been to Toronto, but Toronto's a different ball game. So if you've ever been there, you, you, you could talk about the Raptors, but that would only be like a five-minute conversation. Now, I think Kevin, uh, Kyle Lowry. He's 28. 20, he's 28? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, that's yeah. a great deal for him. That's why you take it. You don't bounce around and take less money. What they say, well, we might win a championship. You, we talked about the Miami Heat this year winning a championship. And he wants to build something didn't. there. I know. He wants to build something there. I mean, it's, it's, it's endearing. I know you get more money where you are, and I understand that because you're valued more because people have seen you, you know, and, and you know the front office and everything like that. A lot like of that. organizations, uh, and to, to your point, these, these guys staying or leaving, a lot of um, <clears throat> these organizations don't want to be seen as letting a guy go. Why do you let Kyle Lowry go? How did you do that? We had a good point guard. That's because what he did this year and what he did in the playoff. We got in the playoff. So you let a guy go, and if they take a step backwards, they're going to say, well, you should never let Kyle Lowry go. You should have gave him the $48 million. Yeah. So a lot of that, so- sometimes it has to do with the backlash that you don't want to have to answer questions to. Absolutely. And then, and then look at Martian Gortat got $60 mil from Washington. He could have got more money somewhere else. He could have got a four-year, sixty-four-year, fifty-five million dollars deal somewhere are, else. A lot of these guys are loyal, but man. he wants to stay. He, he had no ties to Washington. He got traded from Phoenix to Washington. You know, th- this wasn't something where he's like, "I want to go." He just wanted out of Phoenix, and he got to Washington. Look at what they did in the playoffs. Look at how exciting that team is, he and is, people are staying. Wait. It's kind of like the team like two years ago, and I said, "I can't wait to see Golden State play again." But that's when they had a, a, a coach. Um, I don't know what Steve Kerr is going to do, but Washington's another team. That's another team. I want to see what the Cleveland. It's going to be so exciting. The East I, I is going to be so what, much better next year. It will, well, those guys got to learn how to play too. Now they're going to be better as far as I can market these guys or the excitement of it. Yeah, the excitement is going to be much better. But that's why the Miami Heat's trying to do what they're trying to do as far as building their team. Or uh, who's going to take pay cuts? Dwayne Wade's supposed to make twenty-one this year. They want him to make about thirteen million dollars. It's money he's never going to get back. But what are you going to do for me as far as the organization's concerned after I'm done playing? Then I can consider that with no problem. He still gets – you can put my $7 million that I'm not going to get 
you can backload it somewhere down the road. You can backload it 10 years down the road. But it's a guarantee and let that occur interest. And then that $7 million is now $28 million that he just waited for. I'm just so excited. The East is going to be better because just look at the draft. Washington, as you mentioned. It's going to be, what's that, uh, who's that, Kyrie Irving over there? Uh, no. Oh, no, John, Kyrie, Wall. John Wall. And Bradley and, Bill. Yeah, they're going to be better. Look what I they know, did. I thought they, I thought they could have got past Indiana. They could have got past the uh, Pacers. Um, so it'd be interesting to see how they bounce back from that, what type of, because it's going to be, a, it's a long season. And these guys can't take that same excitement and always exuberate themselves early in the year. And they're like, damn, they drain. Chicago's going to be better. Because they got With rid who? of Carlos Boozer and Taj Gibson starting there is going to make such a huge difference, in my opinion. Well, who's going to play offense? Taj Gibson has a very, very good offensive game around the basket. Yeah, but is he? Is he? Yeah, that's Carlos Boozer had that too. No, he, in, he's a fifteen-footer guy. Yeah, but Carlos Boozer, to me, he haven't been good. He haven't been since Utah. Yeah, he's been good, but I, to, to me, just outside my eye test to him, I'm like, damn, where, where did this guy go to play in Utah? Who was a superstar? Then he go to Duke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, there's another. That, that's that's not, another one that we were talking about on that, Tuesday. That you don't like? No, just they don't breed very good uh, NBA products. Man, I think it's if Derrick Rose I comes back. If Derrick Rose comes back, and you have Jimmy Butler as so the two, their offense will be better. But Doug McDermott is, is a huge pickup for them because you can't teach oh, he scoring. Is. He is. A, I, I said when he when they drafted who drafted him originally Denver, and then get immediately traded to Chicago. I uh-huh. said there's the offense right there. Yeah. That's what I said. He could be the three six. He's he, six seven. He still got to learn how to play in a, huh? in, a, in, a, in sure. NBA. But if you can score, you can. You always have. Look at Kyle Korver. They used to have Kyle Korver. Never played any defense. You still have to learn how to play the next level. He's I agree. a great. He's probably top ten. He's number one in shooting, right? In, it, in college, it's gonna yeah, but it's gonna be a rude awakening for him. It's for most of these guys, yeah. For most, ask Jordan about it. I think it'll be less of a rude awakening for him than it will be for Parker and Jordan, Wiggins. Jordan couldn't even shoot. But Doug McDermott played four years in college. He was the coach's son. He's been a coach's son his whole life. So <laughs> he has that mentality that these. I would. I'm not saying I would take him over in Andrew Wiggins because I probably wouldn't due to like you know. Uh, Upside. Uh, future, yeah, future upside, good word. Um, but right away, he'll make an impact right away, in my opinion. So will he'll be more efficient. So will Parker? Yeah, but he'll be more efficient. In, in, again, in my opinion, he'll be more efficient. Uh, I don't think. I don't, uh, right I, off that'll the bat. be interesting to see. It's kind of like he's a team how we, guy. How we talk. So Wiggins and those guys. Well, well they've been leaders. They're, they've led their AAU teams. They've, they went for one year. They were the. Doug McDermott, he's a leader. Yeah, but he was never, he wasn't always the best player on his team. He learned and, and got better. The best player on That's his team. That's what you do in college. The best player on his team referred to him or deferred to him. He was the, always the best player. You say he's the coach's son, so you're giving a lot, of, uh, a lot to his dad that he brought him up. Well, we don't know who's, a lot of these AAU coaches, be it business-wise, mm-hmm. a lot of these kids' dads. Yeah, they, you can talk to them, especially when you got a good one that that really cares about. All right, we're gonna make you this guy, and we don't want anything from you. The AAU is business. That's huge business. We got one Boo Williams in Virginia. We 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 got the AAU. We I just think that was where the basketball players come from. Eight 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 three four six nine one four four. Take a quick break. We'll come right back.
Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine, from the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week. Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Welcome back to the Palm Life Sports Talk. We had about five minutes left in the show. Uh, when I was watching Sanford and Son, uh, they had the uh, the marathon on yesterday. I, I probably. My grandmother loves Sanford Son. I think she loves uh, Elizabeth, not Elizabeth, but uh, uh, God, I can't think of her name. God, I got nothing. Thing. I know you don't because you you never seen this show. I was watching Friends. No, you wasn't because Friends wasn't on when this was on. Okay, but I was watching Friends last night after. Oh, oh last night. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't do the Friends stuff. Uh, God damn, I can't. Uh, Aunt Esther, God, I I couldn't think. Aunt Esther, see, this is why I'm going to Vegas get my get checked out. Got it. Um, it was a marathon on yesterday. I watched all the shows. I used to watch them with my grandmother, but I used to watch them. But I was start thinking about my grandmother. Sanford and Son, man, a great show. Uh, go check out the reruns. It, it is hilarious. Um, all right, Kevin Lowry, I mean Cal Lowry, gets to four years, and he's he's thirty. He's twenty nine. Twenty eight. Twenty eight. Wow. He'd be 32. He'd get another deal, probably like that, depending on his dual position. He might become one-dimensional at that point, uh, but he still probably can get another deal like that, hopefully in Toronto or somewhere else somebody's going to pay him. Dwayne Wade and um, Chris Bosh have no idea what LeBron James' plans are, and that's interesting because I think Dwayne was the, was the catalyst to getting Bosh and, and, um, and LeBron together. And that first mega deal. Both of those guys has they have mentioned they're gonna take a pay cut, but how much of a pay cut they're willing to take? What what of that money that they're not gonna make can they get back? And far as the organization is concerned, you can defer because Bobby Bonilla had a one Still. Million, yeah he had a one uh, one million dollar deal, end up getting twenty million dollars off that one million. Just deferred it down the road for uh, what was it ten years. That is crazy. He's still getting paid by the Mets. Yeah, that is crazy. So we'll see what the uh, what happens with the. Um, is it is it bad that I that I want that, that, that I you want hate? Le- no that I want LeBron to go back to Cleveland now? No, I, I want I want everybody. That you go flip flop. No, again. I'm not. I never flip flopped. I said I didn't think it was going to happen. Then That's not go. the reason why I'm saying this is because I want everybody to just go back to where they came from. I want everybody. Me too. I, I want everybody to go back to. I want everybody. everybody I don't want the country. These, I don't want these conglomerates. I don't want these monopolies of teams. I want basketball to come back. 
I want it to be like the 70s and 80s where it was full teams. San Antonio. You had uh, Celtics. Detroit. They were powerhouses, but they drafted well. You know, they traded well. It wasn't like, let's get seven guys and let's go put them on one team. The, the players had, had way less rights so back yeah, then. To now question, to answer your question, is it bad for you? No, it's not bad. I think that's where he should go. I think if you're going to finish your career anywhere, let it be at home. Yeah. And, no, I, and, and to your comment, I wish everybody would go back to where they came from, not just basketball. <laughs> I, I know, I know. And I set you up for that. That's why I kept talking. Uh, but, I, I mean, I think that – it's, and you can take a little bit from Kobe. He's been a brat. He's been an a hole. He's been he's been so he's many been he's superstar. been so many things. He's, but he stayed. He never. He had one one hiccup in two thousand three, I think, or two thousand two thousand three or two thousand four when he was like, I'm out. Get, or give me seven years, one hundred forty mil. And, and they did because he was talking to the Clippers. Uh-huh. He had dinner with Mike Dunleavy, who was the coach then. He was talking to Chicago. He was talking to all these teams. He but monopolized he his his star ability. He he monopolized he his left. star. He never left. But he held the he held the Lakers hostage by saying, "I'm not leaving L.A. I just go play for the Clippers. It's the same arena, but I got on different jerseys." Kobe knows that flow. Why would you leave L.A.? You got everything established there. You are gonna still be marketed, and as a Clipper. Just as much as you were as the Lakers. Lakers are still, the Lakers still that team in L.A. Very few players have stayed with one team their whole yeah, career. Yeah, but you know what? I, I said that. I said if you're going to finish your career anywhere, uh, LeBron James, finish it at home. I don't think the Cleveland Cavaliers deserve him. Uh, you know what? I, you know I don't what? necessarily fans, agree you know, with that. Well, I don't, I'm not asking you to, but I'm saying the, the fans just, first of all, the owners didn't give him, and let me say this real quick. Kevin Love. You said was uh, he's the same person that Kobe was, selfish brat, did all this. Um, but the difference is Kobe has five rings. Kevin Love, if he gets him to the playoff, to the to a finals or something like that, now we can compare him to LeBron. He's not LeBron. LeBron going back to Cleveland gave the Cleveland Cavaliers two years. He took those guys to the finals. They did nothing as far as putting people around him or, or who they thought it was going to be around him. They figured, oh, well, you'll figure it out. Jordan figured it out. So now. If he goes back home, goes back to Cleveland, I don't think they deserve him, but I think it's the best place for him. I don't think you – he's not a Miami guy. He's a, he's a home guy. And I say that outside looking in. He's a hometown guy. Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers will win a championship if he went back home. You're doing all this Miami, all this New York. We even talking about Phoenix, getting them Phoenix. Phoenix is not going to talk to him. Now I just found out they're allowed to talk to his agent. But if he goes back to Cleveland with what they have, yeah, and and I and I think that <laughs> I think it's a little bit overstated. Making it to the finals is never is never to be slighted. I understand that. However, <clears throat> his road to the finals was Washington Wizards that that they swept. Okay, their starting point guard was Roger Mason. Mm. That was their starting point guard. So that was not a good team. So this is this okay. is his fault that he didn't play no. this competition. No, 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 okay, no, no, no. I'm gonna let you finish. No, no, no. That's what it sounds like. Number two. New Jersey Nets. Mm. They had Vince Carter. They had Jason Kidd, an older Jason Kidd, and that was it. Mikey Moore was their starting power forward. Okay, the only thing so that and and their team was pretty good. Okay, Anthony Parker was the best sh- was the best three point shooter in the league that year. They had Daniel Gibson when he was younger. They had Zdrunas Ogaskis who was still pretty young at that point. They had pieces. They had Daniel Marshall who was a good veteran who played really well for them in the playoffs. The only thing that I will give 100% million trillion percent gratitude towards LeBron for was Detroit when they beat him 4-2 
when LeBron had 35 points in the fourth quarter in overtime when they took advantage of that series. That is the thing that I remember about those playoffs. Everything else... So if you want to say that he did it by himself, I would technically agree with you because I, I, I say he, he, won that, he won that Piston series by himself. I didn't say he did it by himself. I don't think no one guy can do that. Jordan couldn't even show so when he came into the now, league. Now... The East is so much better. The play, all teams are better now. Uh, what I, all I'm hearing is, um, this is what I'm hearing. This is not all, but this is what I'm hearing. Because of what, who and what other teams have, that made it easy for LeBron to go to the finals. Easier. Easier. Yes. I, which I totally don't agree with that. You discount all those uh, NBA professionals, NBA professionals and what they did to, to one guy and his team. I say Cleveland Cavaliers don't deserve them because – how they reacted when he changed jobs. How are you supposed to react? They supposed to burn his jersey and do all that stuff? No, no, no. Burning jersey is ridiculous. But, okay. But, but how are you See, supposed to change? that's why I don't like fans. They've been watching these kid, this kid since he was seven years old. So he can't change jobs. He can't go to Apple to no, IBM. And that's, that's, that was unfair of them to treat it that way. You think that they wouldn't accept him back? I know they would. They would have a but parade. But the same hypocrites that burned his jersey and went on TV saying LeBron this and, and hung his jersey from a, a rope and all that. You, you can be a fan, but you don't have to be a stupid well, fan. Most fans are idiots. Yeah, most fans are real idiots and don't know what they're talking about. But do you think that bothered him? I don't think it bothered him at all. Because he wouldn't have left if it would have bothered him. No, he would have left. He would have left and stayed gone. But I think he was willing to go. I think he today is willing to go back to Cleveland. Yeah, I, but I, I don't think it's going to happen. I would just love it. I would, I would I, love, I would love for it. it to happen, too. I would love for that to happen. And then don't think that Kevin Love wouldn't come, come knocking. We're not going to have a show tomorrow. It's the 4th of July, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I don't think we're out. Damn yeah. it. No, we're not. I'm, we're not, I'm not coming in. You can come in if you want I to. I want to come in. Um Lodge Sports Talk. We got to get out of here. We'll decide before tomorrow if we be on. All right, we out of here. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. <laughs>